about this is people is that a lot of people, especially economists, have this vision where policy is just a reflection of voter preference. So mm. that when you when you get talked to race, it's like, well, the riot happens and the population shifts right. Um, you know, what, the white population shifts right, and then you know, uh, riots are always bad. And obviously, the, the complex dynamics of how white people uh, re- react to riots in different times and places is is complicated. You know, sometimes they yeah. move more liberal, more left, you know, because they see problems. But even more fundamentally, the problem with that sort of thinking is that there is no just sort of, you know, is that takes away the agency of the policymakers, that the policymakers are operating with all sorts of sets of constraints, but those constraints are complicated, multivaried, and politicians, you know, on a very practical level, know a riot happens under their watch that there's going to be an instinct to throw the bums out, and it doesn't necessarily fall on, like, a neat left-right thing in the sense that, like, they'll always vote for for a Republican. They know that, you know, it'll be a constraint, and meanwhile, the Republicans know that that is going to be a constraint on the, on their policymaking. So, Jerry Ford, who's not, you know, not, obviously not a left guy, and Alan Greenspan, who was literally bringing Ann Rand to the White House to take it, uh, her picture with uh, Jerry I Ford. That picture. Yeah, that photo. Just having a good time. Just some buds yeah. having a good time. Well, yeah. <laughs> Man, the White House has surely seen some sort of raucous parties. Some of the some of the most fun, you know, fun right wing freaks have really, you know, gotten it on. Can you imagine if like Hayek and Friedman had somehow been there at the same time? Like I think something like a rip would have like broken in the space time continuum. Because you know they've all at different points been at the at the White House, especially, you know, not you know, around that time, I'm forgetting which exact year, Hayek won the fucking Nobel Prize, right? Uh, yeah. uh, in economics, the, the fake Nobel Prize in economics. Right. So, like, you know, that, that, that's actually not even out of the question. You know, you can just imagine just Alan Greenspan and Hayek and Ann Rand, <laughs> Friedman, just all in the White House shooting the shit with Jerry Ford. And just oh. don't no. cross the street. Yeah, don't let them shake hands, or the universe will uh, unfurl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, or, or maybe they just get sucked into a demon dimension altogether, <laughs> and they just all would have been gone at all at once. Could have been great. Or maybe they all have to meet in the room to open the portal. They're the doorway. Oh, yeah. I know? mean, yeah. I mean, they're definitely were, were the horsemen of the apocalypse. So there, there wouldn't have been enough blood of the poor in the White House kitchens at any given time for all of them to be there and have their thirst quenched. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, it takes time to really see that the social radicalism is going to fail to emerge. So, you know, you, they didn't know yet that they would have been able to uh, harvest all the blood of the poor that they could have, you know, if they, if, if they had all been available, you know, in 1983 um, and, you know, really seen the aftermath of, of, of the Volcker era, they could, they would have realized that actually, you know, that was really doable, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a timing error on their part, you know. What can you do? Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that's the fundamental point: is that policymakers feel the constraints of civil unrest and social unrest, even if you know you have some notion that there's this population of affluent white people that just wants repression. Um, mm-hmm. Like they fe- they feel the constraints, and obviously there is a repression response. You know, that is a response in the toolbox. And, uh, you know, we're seeing that right now with the police who were actually the ones rioting. But yeah, but, right. but it's also is a concern. I mean, I, I, the way I would say it is on the flip side is like another way to think about this is what if we had gone through this whole pandemic from its emergence to killing hundreds of thousands of people and 
a vaccine without any civil unrest. Exactly. What would yeah. that have meant mm-hmm. as a country? I mean, if you th- if you think you know, remember Alan Greenspan was shocked at the idea that unemployment could get so bad, by which he meant nine percent in a society <laughs> with with relatively you know a, a much more socially relevant minimum wage than we have in our society. You know, m- m- a much stronger social safety net. Nine percent sounded like a, a crisis and social unrest to him. Hello, this is Daniel, Beatrice's screen reader program. Support us at patreon.com slash deathpanelpod to hear the full episode and get access to patron-only content. With love, the death panel.